Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Right now, that time, 1020, you're tuned to WGNS on this Friday morning, today, the 28th of January. I'm Scott Walker sitting in for Brian Barrett, who is going to be back on Monday. But our guest in studio this morning from the Rutherford County School System, Kelly Chastain. Kelly, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine, thank you. And you are the coordinator of the uh, school choice program with the Rutherford County Schools. What, I guess, First off, what is school choice? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, So school choice is a broad term, but essentially how we are defining it is it is uh, options for students and parents across our district. So it is uh, choice schools. Currently, we have our magnet schools. So those applications are open currently. uh, And uh, I'll put in a plug here that they are due on Monday, January 31st. So all grade levels, those are due on the 31st. So check those websites. Uh, And also, we have a lot of choice programs. So these are typically advanced academic programs. So IB, Cambridge, throughout our district, those are open options as well. So really, school choice is just preparing our students, giving our our parents options, and and finding the best fit. So how do you go about figuring out which student should go to this magnet school? You know, what what are, you know, I I don't know, what's their background? Uh, How do you go about figuring out, if you're a parent, where they should kind of push that student? You know, that's a great point. I think that's one of our big pushes right now is to, to make sure that all of our parents are able to be active choosers. Uh, and, and to have that information. So we're working on websites. We, uh, we've had a lot of blasts going out to parents currently with, with academic requirements. They may be necessary for, for magnet schools. Um, but, but really, we are just trying to push information on how to be a chooser. Uh, so to give a short answer, though, typically our magnet schools are advanced academic. So they uh, have academic requirements, and, and all that is available on those websites. Um, so you, you know, think of Central Magnet. You go to the website. You look at the, the requirements for that application. Um, and Pittard and uh, Thurman Francis and McFadden. So those are our four advanced academic magnet schools. Uh, and, and then the others, IB and Cambridge, currently are also academically rigorous. But we're, we're trying to open that up to even other choice options that are good for kids with other abilities and talents. I know here in Rutherford County, the schools are ranked fairly high, you know, when compared to other schools across the state. Central Magnet, one of the number one schools in Tennessee, in fact. But what, where do some of these other Magnet and Choice schools or programs come in when it comes to the bigger picture of Tennessee? And the bigger picture of Tennessee, that's a, that's a good question. Well, I think first off, it's important to realize that it's easy to take for granted how good our schools are in Rutherford County. Uh, so no matter if you are at a magnet school or what we would consider a traditional public school, uh, we, we are hitting high marks at all of our schools. Um, so I, I'm going to put a little plug in here for a piece that was done on Fox on Tuesday where we got an opportunity to kind of shine as one of the few districts that saw growth across the board, even given all the things we went through last year. Um, so in terms of the grand scheme, our, our schools are ranked high across the board throughout the state. Um, you know, Central gets a lot of very deserving praise for, for being one of the best, if not the best, over and over and over again to the point where we're almost a little spoiled to have it here in our own backyard. Um, those rating scales are a little different for different grade bands, so we don't get to brag on our other schools quite as much. But I would put them up against anybody in the state for sure. Throughout this whole COVID pandemic, students who you know previously excelled in school 
those who are really gifted, they continue to excel, it sounds like. Um, but those who, you know, had to be in the classroom, but they were not because of COVID, did they fall that far behind? Or how are we seeing with students catching up? Well, so that was the great point about how, and, and this is such a testament to our teachers and our principals and all the work that they did. Um, but those growth measures don't take into account COVID specifically. So these are, this is growth that our students showed in spite of COVID. Um, now you hear that term like learning loss all the time in the media. And I'm a big believer that our students learned a lot last year, regardless of if it was in a classroom with a book, there was a lot to learn last year in general. Um, and we are used to in the teaching profession, kind of hitting those students where they are in terms of preparedness. So it, it is not uncommon to get a student that may have, life circumstances happen all the time. Uh, so that is that is what our teachers are very good at, is taking them where they are and showing growth academically and personally and, and moving them to that next phase. So we continue to do that despite COVID. Um, and I, I'm excited about what this year will hold. Again, che- Kelly Chastain with us this morning, coordinator of the Rutherford County School Choice Program. How many magnet schools or choice schools do we have? And is there really a difference between choice school versus magnet? You know, we're looking at creating more clear definitions for parents and community members. So those are great, great questions and keep those questions coming. Um, Right now we have four magnet schools that are part of a, all of these are choice schools, meaning no matter where you live in the county, you can apply to attend those schools. So kind of open zones. Um, Those four that I mentioned earlier are part of our eight choice schools. So we've got the four magnet schools. Um, Then we have Holloway, we have Eagleville. Um, We also have choice programs at Smyrna High School, which is the Cambridge program, which is an advanced academic program for those students. And then the International Baccalaureate program at Oakland High School, another renowned advanced academic pathway for those students. Now the Cambridge program, is that like from Cambridge University? It is. What is it? It actually is. And I encourage you to go look on their website for additional information and and information nights but it is a um, program from Cambridge so good call on that and it is (laughs) I don't know what gave it away (laughs) (laughs) it is a pretty neat program Um, they've shown great success at reaching students that have different backgrounds different languages allow them to do really specific cool things like marine biology and all these other programs within that program um that had a meeting the other day we're even talking about offering things like cambridge has a dance class and and different things to hit the needs of those students uh and really their interests i mean let's let's hit the passion areas with that advanced academic requirement it's a it's a great fit for smyrna high here in rutherford county it's kind of like a a melting pot it represents just such a diverse group of, of citizens and i think it's a little different from a lot of other areas because you know like the nissan we have that here the nissans the uh bridgestone firestone i mean there's just a lot of big corporate offices that are in the immediate area and i think that does bring in people from really all over the world which equals people from all over the world living in our community yeah and and it's a great point and again i think that's one of the things we've seen uh diversity can be challenging in terms of reaching all the needs of our students no matter their background and that's a challenge for our teachers every day Um, but it's also just such a rich opportunity that our students are learning together that they're bringing in their own experiences um, that we're 
offering things to pique their interest, but also challenging them academically, um, and not to mention all the sports and everything else that we provide. So again, that's why our big focus is to make sure it's it's hard for such great news to get lost because we have 50 schools that do fantastic things. Um, so for the school choice program, we're really trying to make sure that we distill that message. So parents, again, I can't emphasize this enough, they can be active choosers for what their students need. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Rutherford County has roughly 50,000 students now, yes. some huge number like that. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, is it going to be hard to develop new choice schools or magnet schools with that kind of student population? It, of course, it's very hard, but you know, we're used to doing hard things, right? <laughs> so um, I think right now our biggest challenge really is just getting the messages out. Um, so not necessarily that we have to continuously increase our program offerings, which we will, um, but find find unique ways to you know find the programs that are right for those students and get them the information so they can enroll in that school. And are we going to see these choice schools scattered throughout the entire county over the next few years as well, not just Smyrna, Murfreesboro, for example? Yeah, we've got a, a few other programs that are currently programs that are housed at a school that we might look to expand and, and give other students opportunities. One great example of that um, is we have a dual enrollment program at Laverne High School, and we just formed a partnership with Motlow State where there's actually an early college. So we, have, we are housed on Motlow State's campus where students are getting their associate's degree simultaneously with their, their high school degree. That currently is only for our Laverne High students. We'll see, you know, as that program grows, we may look at opening that zone as well. Um, so, so, yeah, we're continuously looking at options based on community need. What do you do in situations where you have a student who is extremely intelligent and they would obviously excel very well at, let's say, for example, Central Magnet School, but they live in Laverne mm -hmm. and they don't have the transportation to get them to Murfreesboro each day. How do you go about addressing that? First, I have to say, from the teacher hat, you know, all of our students are gifted in unique ways. So that, that first off is something to remember. Um, and all of our schools have challenging programs. There's not a high school in this district, specifically you're talking about Central Magnet, that doesn't offer rigorous academic pathways for students there. And that's another thing that sometimes we leave parents out of that discussion on what courses are available, what is that four-year plan. You know, those, those conversations sometimes get rushed because there's so much happening. Um, but that is that is why we've been working so hard the last few years to make sure that there are legitimate, true, academically rigorous programs in every single corner of this county. Is there additional funding from the state or the federal government to develop more choice schools? Um, there, there are funding. That's tricky. Um, <laughs> not necessarily additional funding to develop choice schools. There's uh, constantly evolving legislation that is is seeking to find ways to make their more options available. Uh, so right now on February 1st, you're going to see um, on our homepage, everywhere that we have capacity at all of our schools, you will have open slots. So if there's capacity at a given school, there will be slots that will be filled based on lottery. So if you are interested in a program um, that's offered at only at one school, but they don't, they don't take zone waivers for that, uh, I can throw off the top of my head, like let's say you want to be in the aviation program at Siegel High School. Um, 
well, if they have open space, then you can apply to go to Siegel High School and hope that you can enroll in the aviation program. So that'll be that it's going live on February 1st. Um, so look forward to that. And and again, that'll be a lottery. So again, first come first serve. It's pretty cool that we have programs like that locally, especially involving aviation. You know, when I was in high school, I never would have imagined a high school offering a program that focuses on something like aviation. So it's pretty neat. It is. I am continuously amazed at the programs that we offer. You know, those CTE programs, career and technical programs at our high schools, it's if if you graduated in the 90s or, or before, it, these are not the vocational programs of that day. Um, they are high tech, high skilled, um, amazing support from our district and our board and the commission to, to fund those programs. Uh, and I encourage, I mean, to go around and look at what these kids are able to do in these classrooms, whether it's machine technology or mechatronics, I mean, it is amazing stuff. And then a lot of kids have the opportunity to actually gain college credits while in high school. Oh, that that those opportunities have exploded. Uh, so we mentioned the early college, but we have robust dual enrollment opportunities at all of our schools. Uh, AP programs, so Central Magnet is an easy one to use as an example. They offer almost... I mean, all but like I think two AP courses that are even possible uh, and have an incredibly successful program there. You've got IB that counts towards college credit. Uh, Cambridge counts towards college credit. So um, I, I would emphasize that our main goal is to make sure they are prepared. Um, so there's something to be said for preparedness over just trying to gain credits, but those options are certainly available. You know, another cool aspect about schools in our immediate area is there are so many choices for universities all within a 30-minute drive of where any of the Rutherford County schools are located, and I don't know if you see that in other parts of the country. You know, there's probably pockets where they're that fortunate, but again, we take that for granted. Um, and I can tell you, our universities don't take Rutherford County for granted. They, they recruit our students heavily. Um, again, as a testament to the work our teachers and principals are doing every day that our students are prepared. So if somebody wants to learn more about choice schools, magnet schools in the county, what do they need to do first? So the first thing I would say would go to those schools' websites. The second thing would be to stay tuned for February 1st when we, we launch that. Um, we will be doing a rehaul on some of our organization of materials. So we have a meeting this afternoon about how to where to place that on our site to make it easy for parents. So there's going to be a lot of changes in the, in the coming weeks. Um, I stay tuned to Twitter and, and Facebook and, and all those places. And again, February 1st, when you're talking about the overhaul, the changes, what is the, the focus come February 1? And, and let me back up and make sure to distinguish two dates. January 31st is the application deadline for magnet programs. Then the school, the kind of open capacity seats which will not be all of our schools as, as i don't know if you've noticed the growth so we've had oh, a little growth so, a little bit of it out <laughs> so there. we don't have uh there's not capacity at all of our schools by any means but that will be february 1st okay so february 1st gotcha uh, again talking about the rutherford county school system kelly chastain has been our guest this morning thank you for joining us thank you time right now 10:35. stay with us we do have more news including look at news around the country with cbs Coming your way in just a minute. Again, you're listening to WGNS on the air since 1947. All that's news with Matt Lane. Weekday afternoon. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk.
Good morning, THP is on the scene of a couple of accidents out here. Traffic's still moving 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area as you continue towards Nashville. Just give yourself extra time out here again. We've seen a lot of radar up and down sections of 840 in Williamson County and Rutherford County as well. PensacolaBeach.com's got everything you need to book your next getaway. Log on this weekend, PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Fleet Feet Murfreesboro is locally owned and operated, dedicated to providing superior fit, function, and style for Middle Tennessee runners and all fitness enthusiasts. This is Fleet Feet owner, Krista Dugosh. We focus on providing you with the running and walking shoes that fit properly. Come see us at Fleet Feet, next door to Carabas. This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by the law offices of John Day and AmeriCare Pest Control. AmeriCare is Rutherford County's number one choice in pest control, and it's simple to see why. After calling 893-7111, their staff came to my house eight years ago when I had an insect problem. They looked at the situation, showed me the areas, and what they'd recommend to resolve the problem. After treatment and with quarterly checks, I'm bug, critter, and creepy crawly free. Thanks, AmeriCare. AmeriCare, 893-7111. This is WGNS's 75th year of service to you. Matilda the Musical wraps up this weekend at the Center for the Arts in Uptown Murfreesboro. And opening this weekend at the Art Center of Cannon County, it's Disney's Freaky Friday at the Art Center of Cannon County in neighboring Woodbury. Welcome to the community, all of you here for the 37th annual Tennessee Cattlemen's Association Convention. That's this weekend at the Embassy Suites Hotel and Conference Center. Congratulations to Joe Bales, the newly elected president of the Cattlemen's Association. This reminder, the Red Cross is critically low on blood. Give blood at the Murfreesboro Red Cross at 501 Memorial Boulevard. Don't throw away old glory. Retire your American flag with respect. Bring it by WGNS. And let the scouts from BSA Troop 2019 retire it with dignity. We also recycle Bibles. Those are WGNS Good Neighbor events. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the Law Offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. This is John at LNK Trophy. We have a wide assortment of plaques. We have colored tumblers that we can engrave. They work great for gifts. We also offer other options for plaques. So if it's plaques you're looking for, come down to LNK Trophy. We're able to etch glasses and wine glasses. LNK Trophy can engrave just about anything. This is John at LNK Trophy House, 1115 Memorial Boulevard, just down from Smith Brothers Car Wash. 
And we're going to be heading over to talk with Tim Suttoth over at Middle Tennessee Electric. What is Green Switch 100? Green Switch 100 is a new option when it comes to a renewables energy program. We developed Green Switch 100 to be able to give members a low-cost option to source 100% of their energy needs through renewables. Tim Suttoth visiting with us, Middle Tennessee Electric. CBS Sports Brief still in the hunt for a record 21st Grand Slam title. Rafael Nadal won a four-set semifinal over Matteo Berrettini, the Australian Open title within his reach. The U.S. beat El Salvador 1-0 in a World Cup qualifier. Carmelo Anthony of the Lakers gets into it with fans in Philadelphia. Now Carmelo and somebody in the stands are having words. It appeared two people were removed from the arena. Later, Anthony said, well, I'm cool with fans heckling, fans talking trash, cheering for their team, booing other team. I'm, I'm all for that. But when you when you cross certain lines as a man, you, that's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to get. The Sixers won the game at LAX. A send-off for the U.S. Winter Olympic team off to China. The games begin next week. A House committee plans discussions with former Washington football team employees who allege sexual harassment and misconduct. CBS Sports Brief. I'm Steve Kathan. 